You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Today we'll be starting a new series entitled Gospel Demonstrated. Katatapos lang ng last series natin entitled uh, The Great Exchange where we talk about salvation. We talked about the real package nung kaligtasan. Or ba napapaloob dito? Ito ba ay biglaan lamang na naisip ng Diyos? How does it affect us? Our mindset, our perception on this matter. And um, today's a bit uh, medyo interesting ang topic natin. In fact, um... This is the first time that we will be having this series uh, in the area of social, one area of social responsibility. And naniniwala po kami that as Christians and also as a church, whether individually or corporately, bawat isa po sa atin ay may responsibilidad tungo po sa mga usapin o yung mga issues dito sa ating lipunan. I'm not saying that we ought to play God sa gitna po ng mga usaping ito. But somehow, in our own little ways, meron po tayong mga responsibilidad, hindi lamang sa ating sarili, hindi lamang sa ating mga mahal sa buhay, kundi maging sa ating lipunan. At dito po yung sinasabi natin, doon sa title natin na Gospel Demonstrated. You've been always hearing me say that, uh, you know, the Word of God must be lived out. Our faith must be lived out. Kailangan po ito ay nakikita isinasa pamuhay, hindi lamang dito sa bulwagang ito, kundi lalo na paglabas natin sa bulwagang ito at kasama natin or may mga ibang tao nang nakatingin sa atin. When we talk about the gospel, we're talking about the good news. Sabi nyo nga, good news. Okay. And what's good about the news kung ito po ay itatago natin? Tama po ba? Okay. If we will just remain silent of this news, it will never be a good news regardless of how good it is. Are you following me? But still, let me just climb up to the next notch. How good is this good news that even if we declare it, but we fail to demonstrate it? That's the true essence of that. Parang ano yan eh? An old illustration that says, you know, um, noong unang panahon ng cancer, walang cure. Now, if you're a person, for example, if I am a person who has cancer, sa aking uh, katawan, and I have heard that there's cure for cancer, that would be great. But again, nothing is greater than that except that I would experience that good news of being healed sa cancer ko. Are you following me? Uh, narito ba ba kayo? O umuwi na kayo? Okay. So, yun yung sinasabi natin. This is what this series is all about. Now, again, it is important for us to be doers of the Word, James says. Now, I'll be giving a bit, medyo hahabaan ko tong, tong, tong intro na to, for the purpose of laying a good foundation uh, para sa buong series na ito. That if we will just drive agad doon sa Scripture, then we might miss the real, the real uh, importance of this. And again, our objective for this series is for us to have the biblical perspective on material possessions and poverty. We'll not specifically discuss about poverty in a sense na, you know, we'll try to criticize our government, that this should be the responsibility of the government, not the church, and the church and the state should, you know, should be separate. Now, that's not our point. It's not even to point or to give ano ba yung ating stand uh, in the area of this social issue or in the area of poverty. That's not the point. Our point is that whether individually, 
or corporately, isahan, kanya-kanya, or sama-sama bilang uh, isang lupo ng mga mananampalataya, ano ba ang ating responsibilidad sa aspetong ito? So, kapag tayo po ay nagsimulang kakakitaan ng kung paanong ang mabuting balita, the gospel, the word of God, is being demonstrated, then that spells the difference. And so when we have this perspective, hopefully, we can translate it into action. Papaano ba natin ipapamuhay yung sinasabi nating pananampalataya na meron tayo? Now, as I've said a while ago, faith should be lived out beyond the corners of this, of this building or of this room. Now, for example, dito po sa Pilipinas, one of the issues that we're all aware, that we witness, and probably some have experienced is, on, on a daily basis, is all about poverty. Okay? But again, now this poverty is just one. Marami pa po. You know, pero, um, as I have pointed out, we, we, wanted to, we wanted to focus a bit on this. Dahil itong issue na to, ang normaling sanhidin, ang dahilan, doon pa sa mas mga malalaking issue. For example, yung crime, hold up, uh, pagdanakaw and everything. Ano ba usually ang cause nito? It's poverty, right? Yung kulang sa bahagi ng pananalapi. Even yung drugs, ano ba? Bakit ba may nagtutulak? Because malaki ang kita rito. Ng iba, bakit ba gumagamit? Wala nang pera, gumagamit pa. Para malimutan yung alam problema on financial luck and so on and so forth. Now, that's why if we would address itong isa sa mga possible root cause ng mga mas malaking usapin sa lipunan, palagay ko, magiging malaki tayong pagpapala sa ating lipunan. Amen. Now, tapos na rin po ng ating lamang pong naiisip ay ang ating sarili and just within the corners of our family, I believe the scripture is challenging us to go out of our comfort zone and be a blessing to the people outside our core. Yun po ang hangarin natin dito. Historically speaking, alam po ba ninyo na from the Old Testament hanggang New Testament, hanggang sa mga panahon natin, uh, nung mga nakaraan, marami po sa mga institusyon, we're talking about schools, universities, hospitals, orphanage, you know, and, and so on and so on, most of them were established, were built by Christians. Okay? Alam niyo ba yung Harvard University? Kung sino nagpasimula nun, kung sino nagtayo nun? Kung anong purpose nila? Kristiyano. Why? Because at that time, you know, ang purpose nila, ang goal nila is to give good education sa mga tao. But sad to say, as time goes by, nawala yung tunay na purpose at hangarin nila. Ngayon, parang nagiging liberal na ang paaralang iyon. Nakukuha niyo po ba? Ang mga ospital, mga pagamutan, mga orphanage, ang mga nagpapasimula po nito ay kristyano. It's not really the government. Okay? Christians were the ones na nagsimulang mag-establish nito. At yun nga, ibinigay sa gobyerno ang responsibilidad. And now we understand that this, the social issues that we have, are the responsibilities of the government. Now, yes, they do have responsibilities, but the point is, even tayo, if we are, even if we're not in the government, even if we're not working in the government, we do have responsibilities sa mga issues na to. Not because of anything else, but simply because we are followers of Jesus. We're Christians. And the Bible is full of instructions kung ano ang dapat nating bahagi sa mga usaping ito. Just bear with me on this because, sad to say, ngayon po, 
marami pong mga churches, marami mga gawain ng Panginoon who are not really much on the area of social responsibility. Most of the churches are just bound inside the building. Yes, talking about God, talking about how we ought to live, but we forget as a church to translate it outside beyond the four corners of our church building. And once again, this is the purpose of this series. You know, we will never play the role of God. God is the ultimate provider. God is the ultimate help. God, in His power, has the, the capacity to do anything to address this issue. But as representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we bear the name of Christ in us, we also have the responsibilities concerning these issues. And today, we will start by talking about testings and trials. Test, mga pagsubok sa buhay na to at papano kumikilos ang Diyos sa kalagitnaan at papano tayo dapat tumutugon sa usaping ito. Okay? We'll be reading the book of James uh, mula po sa unang talata hanggang ikawalo. Simulan po natin basahin. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. Count it all joy. Basahin natin malakas para malaglag sa puso natin. Count it all joy, my brothers, including sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds. Why? For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7, For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Why? He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Father, we thank you once again that you will remind us through your word how we ought to demonstrate the goodness that you have placed in us. Holy Spirit, help us. Give us wisdom. Lead us, Lord. Open our understanding. Give us insight on how we ought to respond in the midst of tests and trials. And thank you, Holy Spirit. You will also cause us to see what God is doing in the midst of this. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Bago kayo po, kamayan niyo po yung inyong mga katabing, ngitian niyo naman hanggang batok, at sabihin, paghandaan natin ang pagsubok sa buhay. Alright. Now, yung iba, hindi na masabi dahil, uh, you know, Iba na ang paghahandaan ko, Pastor. Uh, wag, wag yung pagsubok. Medyo uh, hindi magandang pag-usapan ata uh, yung aspetong iyon. Alright. But anyway, now, as I've said a while ago, dito sa ating bansa, one of the many things na kitang-kita is the issue on poverty. And this poverty has something to do, of course, with the testings and trials na dumarating po sa buhay natin. Now, in our Christian faith, ito po yun eh. You know, we would see from the scripture that God is concerned 
or God has concern or He has this concern with the poor. So I will not just be talking about the poor and the rich, but I will be talking to the poor and the rich. All right? Now, the Bible has to say so much about poverty, wealth, and how we ought to live our lives accordingly. Kung paano tayo dapat mamuhay sa kalagitnaan nito. Uh, kung paano natin hinahandle yung pananalapi ay isang magandang sukatan. O, i- this is a good indicator ng ating spiritual health. Alam niyo po ba yun? How we respond and how we handle finances or everything that God has entrusted us is a good indicator of our spiritual health. Also, this is an essential part of Christian life. Yung kung paano natin, paano tayo nakakisala mauha, and how we treat those who are afflicted, yung mga nagihirap, those who are helpless, yung mga mahina, walang kakayan ng tulungan ng kalang sarili, and those who are oppressed, yung mga api. Okay? Now, Kanina, di ba, nabanggit ko that yung early church was characterized by generosity. Many of the institutions were built and established by Christians. Now, ito pong binasa natin actually, itong aklat ni Santiago. Si Santiago po, by the way, James sa Tagalog Santiago, hindi Jaime. Baka maghanap kayo sa Tagalog ng Jaime. What's also interesting with the name of, of James is that that is the Hebrew or that's the Greek version of the Hebrew name Jacob. So in Jacob tsaka James, parehong meaning non. Alright? Well, something, you know, interesting lang about that. Si James actually is the half-brother of Jesus. Ah, pastor? May kapatid si Jesus? Yes. You know, may kapatid si Jesus. Nasabi, may mga kapatid siya lalaki at mga babae. Dahil nung siya pinanganak, si Maria at si Joseph ay namuhay din naman bilang natural na mag-asawa. So sila ho ay may mga anak pa. At itong si Santiago po ay dating hindi naniniwala. Kung babasahin nyo ang, ang gospel, makikita nyo, hindi siya naniniwala sa Panginoong Isokristo during his three years of ministry sa mundong ito. Nagsimula lang siyang maniwala sa Panginoon when Jesus resurrected from the dead. In fact, in Acts chapter 15, nagpakita ang Panginoon kay Santiago. At ako'y naniniwala right after that na patunayan ni Santiago na totoo nga na itong si Jesus ang Mesaya at tagapagligtas dahil sa mga bagay na nangyari na nakita niya na nangyayari sa kalagitnaan nila. At and after that, even itong si Santiago ay ginawa na isa sa mga leader doon sa Jerusalem Council. Nagkaroon ng po ng pag-uusap at uh, you know, counting pagtatalo ko anong dapat ituro sa mga hindi hudyo, mga hintil. Okay, pinag-isapan natin mga hintil last week. Uh, the, the, the past series uh, at siya po yung yung siya yung nag nag, uh, nag uh, what do you call it siya yung nag-ayos ng mga pagtatalo ng mga panahon yon so i would say na ito si Santiago ay ay medyo mapilis ang kanyang ang kanyang paglago at ang kanyang pananalig at yung kanyang insight patungkol sa mga bagay-bagay nung siya ay nagsimulang uh, manalig sa Panginoon kung kaya siya po hinirang na isang maging isang tagapanguna now nung panahon pong ito ay they were going through a lot of difficulty in the area of testings and trials as well as temptation as well as you know ang ang isa sa mga issues nila is that meron silang mga membrong may hirap at merong membrong mayaman para ngayon although karamihan sa inyo mayaman Jesus name and so nagkakaroon ng pagtatalo bakit itong mga may hirap they try to win the favor ng mayaman Pa- pa- parang sounds family to eh. No? Sounds family to eh. Yung mahirap, sumisip-sip 
sa mga mamayaman for the sake of maambunan man lamang. Alright? Kaya lang, the sad part is that itong mga mayayaman, they tried to exploit and use even up to the point of robbing the poor because of that situation. Yun ang scenario nila. Now, again, hindi ho nalalayo, maging sa panahon natin ngayon. At maging sa loob ng, ng mga gawain ng Panginoon, sa mga churches, magkakahalo ang tao, hindi ba? May mayaman, may mahirap, merong mga, may mga marunong, or nakapag-aral, merong hindi nakapag-aral, o yung iba, konti lang nakapag-aralan. Well, mix ang tao. And that's what I love about the church. That's why, again, nung nakaraang seri natin, pinag-usapan natin, that there should never be a wall of discrimination kung sino at ano ang ating katabi. Actually, that's the start of a gospel demonstration. Kahit man lang sa loob ng church, ay magsimula na yung pagpapakita ng tunay na pamumuhay na kung anong ibig sabihin nung sinasabi nating talagang dapat na pagde-demonstrate ng buhay kristyano. Alright? Halo-halo ang tao dito. That's why we need to learn. We need to, to see it. We need our perspective to be open on that area so that we can respond well. Now, tandaan po natin, either we react or we respond. Dito nakasalalay kung papaano ang, maging, ang magiging uh, pag-uugali ng ibang tao sa atin. Now, please allow me to just, to just go slowly on this because I'm trying to lay the foundation. Now, what should be our attitude? and response in the midst of testing and trials. Now, verse 1 says, and hindi ho aksidente, nakasama yung verse 1 dito sa pagpapakilala ni Santiago. He opened with a humble intro as a bond slave. Sabi rito, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, haven't you noticed, kumpara sa mga introduction ni Paul sa kanyang mga letter. Usually, Paul would say, Paul, an apostle. You know, uh, an apostle uh, sent by God. Something like that. Like he would say, you know, his position. Why? Because he was writing to the Gentiles. Now, itong si Santiago, eh, kakaiba po. Because ang sabi po rito is that he was writing to the 12 tribes in the dispersion. Uh, in the dispersion. Ito yung titanawag nilang diaspora. Now, if you still remember, Kahit ng Old Testament, madalas yung mangalat ang mga Israelita dahil sa kanilang katigasan ng ulo. Tapos even in the books of, book of Acts, when the church was born in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, during the Pentecost, the church was formed. Doon na nagsimula. Yun ang birthday, supposedly, ng, ng church. And then, you know, God asked them that because they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they should become witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. Sad to say, the church became comfortable. They just stayed from where they are. Okay? Wala pong sa kanila, wala pong nagpatutuo, gusto nila, andun lang sila sama-sama. And because of that, because they did not obey Acts 1.8, what had happened is that God caused them to experience the Acts 8.1. What was that? That was the time when the Christians... The church in Jerusalem were scattered because of persecution. Alam nyo, sometimes we can get insight from this. Misan po, or madalas, mahirap po na, na hindi sumunod sa Panginoon. 
ng bukol sa loob. Bakit? Dumarating yung time na napwepwersa tayo. Haven't you noticed that sa buhay natin? Inupurahin ninyo. You know, when God says something sa atin and we fail to listen, we fail to respond, right? And then this is sometimes we are now forced to do that. Now, bakit? Para pairapat tayo? No. Again, the result will always be for our benefit. But human nature, ayaw nating nahihirapan. Human nature, we always wanted to be in, the, in our comfort zone. Ayaw natin medyo nasheshake yung ating bangka. And so, means, hindi lang sineshake ni God yung ating bansa, kundi sometimes, pinapayagan niya na mataob yung ating, yung ating bangka nang sa ganun makapagtiwala tayo sa gusto niyang gawin sa buhay natin. Are you following me? Alright. So, that was the situation. Pero ito ang gusto kong bigyan diin. Sabi niya, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it's also interesting that the word servant comes from the Greek word which means a bond slave. Now, what's a bond slave? Old Testament, pagka ikaw ay binili ng kahit na sino, kunyari, binili ko kayo as a slave. Now, I owed you dahil binayaran ko kayo doon sa trader. Now, after 50 years, yung bond slave na yon should be and must be set free. Tawag nila doon jubilee. Now, when that slave choose to stay with me because of how I treat him or how I provide for him, now that slave is now called a bond slave. Okay? By his choosing. Doon ho nagsimula na ang mga lalaki hinihikawan. Are you following me? Nilalagay sila ng hikaw at doon sa hikaw na yun, nakalagay yung pangalan kung sino ang nagmamayari sa kanila. So, hindi fashion yung hikaw noon. You know, pag may hikaw noon, ibig sabihin yun, ah, may nag, uh, meron ng memeari nito at pinili niya na maging slave. Okay? Nang memeari ito. Are, are you getting me? Now, it's, this is important. This is important. Why? Because dito, si Santiago, when he opened it that he is a servant of God and of Jesus, he was declaring, I'm not a servant of man. Man is not my amo. I don't have to please anyone but God and the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. Now, that is important. Because marami rin sa mga testings and trials and dumarating is simply because we always wanted to please everyone. Now, it is impossible to please everyone. Why? Kasi kanya-kanyang ugali yan. Tama ba? When you try sometimes to please this one, may, may, may ibang maiinis sa'yo. Haven't you noticed? When you made a decision to please God, maraming naiinis sa inyo. Minsan, mahal natin sa buhay, naiinis sa atin. Bakit? Naku, masyado ka namang panatiko just sa, sa church nyo. Now, actually, it's not in the church na panatiko tayo, kundi sa Panginoon sa Kristo. And that is the reason why James Sinama niya to, I'm a servant of God. And also, sabi niya, you know, na, uh, since I'm a servant of God, he acknowledged that God owns him. Are you following me? Now, what's, 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 what is so important with that idea, with that truth, na, uh, you know, if God owns you, go owns us, ano ba? Wa, wa. Now, with this truth in mind, he then gave us this command. And this command has something to do with the right attitude. Would you say that with me? Right attitude. Tamang pag-uugali. Now, hanggat hindi tumatama ang tingin natin sa Diyos at sa ating sarili, mahirapan tayong magkaroon ng tamang pag-uugali. Marami tayong bagay na nakasanayan, lalo na tungkol sa church. 
Marami na tayong tradisyong na ibahagi sa atin na naging habit na natin. And now, God, through His Word, is trying to address even those things upang magkaroon ng tunay na pagbabago. Let me give an example. To many Christians, ang tingin lang nila sa Diyos, ATM. Pag may kailangan, pag-withdraw. But for them to develop the relationship, you know, only few. Kasama kayo doon sa only few na yun. Only few do that. And so, basta ang idea, because yun ang nakagisa natin. Nalalapit lang tayo sa Diyos kung may kailangan. Other than that, Lord, see you next problem. Oftentimes, it has been established as a habit. We only go to church para magpacheck ng attendance. Bakit? Dahil alam natin, pag hindi tayo nag-church, mortal sin. At pag hindi tayo nag-church, baka tayo hindi swertein at manalo sa sabong. O sa loto. Sisip-sip muna ako kay Lord para manalo ko. And many times, it creates frustrations and disappointments sa side natin. Tama po ba? You know? Bakit? Lalo na pagka marami tayong hinihingi sa Panginoon at tipong hindi nasasagot yung mga gusto natin. Nakakalungkot, sometimes, you know, nagtatampo pa tayo sa Panginoon. So with this, again, with this truth in mind that God owns James and that He is a bond slave, a servant in His choosing of the Lord and God Himself, you know, nagkaroon ng tamang pagugali, the right attitude. And what, is, what was that? He said, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kind. Now, this is, I mean, pagka ako'y sinulatan at ganito simula, wow, what, what, what I wanted to hear is, you know, a tap on the back, counting himas, counting encouragement. Pero yung sinabi niya, count it all joy when you fall into various testings and trials. Of many kinds, sabi, various kinds. Now, listen. Outlook determines outcome. Let me say it again. Outlook, pananaw mo, how you see things. Yung pananaw mo, yan ang maghahayag kung ano ang mangyayari sa susunod. Now, because James had this outlook that God owns him and that he is a servant of God, he was bold enough and courageous enough to say, you count it all joy when you fall into various testings and trials. In short, attitude dictates action. Kung ano natin sa isang bagay, makikita yan sa action natin. Alam mo, magpanggap man tayo, sandali lang yung pagpapanggap. Lalabas at lalabas ang tunay nating kulay. Hindi natin maitatago yan. Lalo na pag nandun tayo sa pagsubok sa buhay. Hindi mo may pagkakailayan. Alright? Now, eto yan. He sabi niya, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kind. What does it mean? It simply means, pakinggan nyo to. As believers, now, as yung niya rito, mga mananampalataya, as believers, expect testings and trials. The prosperity gospel churches won't, won't preach this. Dalang tuturo na, no, hindi, pag nakilord ka, kailangan bless ka. You know, pag nakilord ka, walang problema. And that's what we have heard before doon sa mga ibang nag-share sa atin. And that is a big lie from hell. Because the moment you made your, your, your decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life, trust me, all hell will break loose against you. And because many Christians, they don't like testings and trials, what do they do? They quit. They backslid. Ayawa na. Why? This is not what I'm expecting. And that's actually the issue. That's the problem. 
Okay? They have wrong perspective, wrong outlook that resulted to wrong outcome. Are you hearing me? Okay, now, so when you say, come to all joy brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Now, again, dito makikita natin, you know, sinasabi ng Panginoon, expect, asahan mo na to. Now, kung sinasabi mo na wala nang pagsubok at mga problema sa buhay, sasabihin ko, asa pa you. Umasa ka pa, hindi? You know, it will only create frustrations and disappointments in our lives. Are you hearing me? Tests and trials are inevitable. Hindi ka makakaiwas dito. Patay lang ang walang pagsubok. Ang may pagsubok, yung naiwang buhay. Bakit? Yan yung magbabayad. Yung paglilibing sa'yo. Na- naintindihan niyo po ba? Kaya nga, again, sa mga memorial, ang pinagpe-pray natin, yung buhay. Hindi yung patay. Dahil yung buhay ang harap pa sa pagsubok. Yung patay, patay na yun. Wala na yun. If ever humarap siya sa pagsubok, pagharap niya na sa Panginoon. Because that will determine where will that person spend his or her eternity. Are you following me? Okay. And then he said, look at this. Ang, ang pinupoint dito is that it will surely come and in many ways. Ang mga pagsubok ay iba't iba ang larawan. Now, on the, uh, for the sake of studying the book of James, dito mayroon tatlo actually issue. Ng, ng, ng mga pagsubok. Okay, ano yun? Financial lack and poverty. What else? Nagkaroon din ng pagsubok for them uh, to be tempted to sin. And you know, temptations and testing are two different things, but sometimes, they go hand in hand. And there's just this hairline difference. Ano yung pagkakaiba ng testing sa temptations? Now, that's another topic to, to preach on. And they were also experiencing persecution nung time na yun. The poor, Nape-persecute sila because of the rich. The rich also nape-persecute din sila because of their attitude towards the poor. So, nakakagulo. And then he said, count it all joy. Sabi niya, when you go some testings and trials, sabi niya, consider it pure joy. It is a commitment to a long term. Every time testing was, would come, ang, ang sabi ni, ni, ni James, you always count it all joy. Now, what's, what, what's the, the, the mindset nung counting it all joy? Alam yung, ang implied dito is that pag may testing and trials ka, you throw a party. Magpa-party ka. Anong idea? Now, of course, don't take it literally. But if you want, you can naman. Because the idea is this, kung ikaw mismo nagpapaparty, hindi ka magpapaparty na malungkot ka. Meron ba sa inyo nagpa-party, birthday nyo? Tapos binaba, happy birthday, salamat. Natutuwa naman ako at kay narito sa kaarawang ko. Lubos akong nagagalak na ako'y pinaunlakan nyo dahil kaarawang ko ngayon. At uh, bahagi po ng pagsasaya natin at bahagi po ng ating uh, pagbibuild ng mga magagandang alaala na wapo ay tumimo sa inyong mga puso na wala tayong ibang gagawin kundi magsaya. Nobody will do that. Pag nagpa-party ka, trust me, kahit na sabihin mong, at that moment nagka-problema, you will still appeal, what? Joyful and happy. Magaling tayo sa ganyan eh. Di ba? Pagsusot ng maskara. Tama ba? Pero hindi ka nagpapakita. Unless na lang talaga sobrang bigat. Naintindahan niyo ba yung pinag-uusapan dito? So sabi niya, pag dumating ang mga pagsubok, at sigurado darating yan, asahan mo. Kung meron kang asahan sa mundong ito, eto asahan mo. Okay? Ang alin, ang pagsubok, 
Kailan darating? Hindi natin alam, kaya nga pagsubok eh. Alright? Are you hearing me? Mamaya, I'll, I'll elaborate more on that. Now, so, ang sinasabi niya is that you make it a habit. The counting it all joy, or considering, sabi sa NIV, consider it pure joy. Pure pa yun. Walang halong uh, 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 pagkaalinlangan. Sabi niya, you consider, you make it a habit, and then he said, you know, count it all joy. Now, normally, what do we do when we have testings and trials? Normally, as human beings. Come on, give, give, give me a good, good answer. What we normally do? Tama kayo. Tama kayo. Lakas nyo lang. Ano yan? Yeah, we pray. But sometimes, before we pray, what do we do? We reclaim. Nagre-reklamo tayo. Bwisit ng buhay to. Christian naman ako eh. Ba't hindi dito sa kapitbahay ko nangyari to? Bakit sa akin? E ako lagi ako nasa South Mall. We groan. We react. We don't respond. We react many times. Lalo na if it is unexpected. Right? Now, kaya nga sabi ni Santiago, pag dumating yan, unexpected. You count it all joy. Now, thank God for those who really immediately pray when testing comes. Pero, minsan, na-realize natin that we need to pray medyo after tayo makapagreklamo na. Alright? Hindi nga pala kayo nagreklamo. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. I'm talking about myself. Kasi ako nagreklamo ko. Kahit ako pastor, pagka nagkaroon ng pagsubok, eto na naman, paulit-ulit na lang. Ako yun. Alam ko kayo, pagka may pagsubok, Lord, salamat po. Mapagtatagumpayan ko ang pagsubok na ito. Praise God! Ganun kayo. Di ba? Tignan ka tayo mo. Ganun ka ba? Tanong mo, ganun ka ba? Si Pastor Freddy, nung nag-birthday siya ng kanyang 50th birthday, meron siya isang ginawa na kakaiba. He wanted to run across the Philippines. So sabi niya, he'll run 50 kilometers for almost 50 days. Actually, exactly 44 days. He ran 50 kilometers every day on his 50th birthday. Alright? Now, so nung, nung, nung uno naming nalaman, sabi na, oh, medyo kakaiba ito. In fact, bago yan, bago yan, he joined an ultramarathon. They run do sa Bataan Death March. And that is about 100, 100 to 106 kilometers. Could you imagine? They run 102 kilometers. I'd like to agree with Pastor Steve. Sabi niya, yun ang dahilan kung bakit si Lord binigyan ng talinong tao at nakaimbento ng kotse para hindi ka tumakbo. And I'd like to agree with that. Misan naisip ko pa lang, pagod na ako. <laughs> you know, isip ko, 102 kilometers. But anyway, he did that with five of, of the, the other uh, men kasama niya. So this one is that he, listen, he counted yung hardship of the training, the hardship ng init, the hardship ng pamumulikat, and so on and so He count those things as joy. Why? Sa atin, it might not be joy. Pero sa kanya, he counted it joy. Why? For the sake of the 250 real-life scholars. Because he raised fans during that time. That for every kilometer, you know, he, he challenged some of the people. 
to respond in terms of giving. Parang pantayan nyo bawat kilometro na tatakbayin ko with this amount. And everything, you know, he was raising uh, 2 million and he, he was able to raise up more than 2 million for the 450 real-life scholars. Yun yung sinasabi ron. It may, it's not easy. That's my point. It's, when you go through testing, it's not easy, it's hard. And yet, James said, count it all joy. Are you hearing me? So that's the right attitude na sinasabi rito. And so, ang, ang, ang nangyayari dito is that, kunyari, ang mga mahihirap by itself is already a testing. Tama? And more than that is that what a poor man does, ano bang ginagawa ng taong walang-wala, ng isang taong mahirap, doon sa kanyang sitwasyon habang siya mahirap. And also to the rich, this is actually also a test. Sa ating kayamanan, naks, nakikiatin. Sa mga pagbabalang na-receive natin, it's the attitude of what we do with what we have. It's a test. Now, you might not agree with me, but whether you agree with me or not, it's a test. God would entrust us to give us a small amount. Ang tinitignan ng Panginoon is, what will you do with the thing that I gave you? And God is saying, if God finds us faithful, sa malit na bagay, o sa malit na halaga, then He will entrust us with greater things. Now, if God cannot trust us with a few, He will not trust us with much. It's a principle. And many times, we always wanted the much. But my question is, are we faithful with the little that God has entrusted us noon? That's the issue. That's the testing. And so, how can we find joy? When we go through some testing, how can we find joy? We can find joy by understanding the advantage. Say advantage. Say, sa pasabi nyo, advantage. May advantage tayo when we go through testings and trials. Now, ito ang issue natin. Ang issue, nakatingin lang tayo sa testings and trials. But we don't see the advantage. We don't see the real purpose of that. Are you hearing me? Now, I challenge you, every time you go through sa mga pagsubok sa buhay natin, natin again, number one is we need to have the right attitude. Number two, dapat makita mo yung, yung advantage. Ano ba ang purpose? Now, Paul said, now, Paul said, for you know that the testing of your faith, what? Produces steadfastness. That's the purpose of testings and trials. And I always say this, when, you know, for you know, sabi ni Sanjay, alam nyo na to. Not alam na knowledge. Na, na, na head knowledge. Hindi. Yung sinabi niya, alam niya to, is that you have experienced this. Sabi this knowledge, nalaman niyo to by experience. Now, let me just ask you, hindi niyo ba na po na when you go so, through testings and trials at napagtagumpayan niyo, you know, paglabas yung nagtagumpay kayo, medyo matapang kayo. Ha. Tama ba? And trust me, pakinggan nyo to. Hindi tayo ang sinusubok. Yung pananampalataya natin. Si Lord, alam niya na kung ano tayo, paano tayo mag-respond or paano tayo mag Alam niya na. Even yung pananampalataya natin, alam na niya. Pero gusto niyang ipaalam sa atin. Gusto niya tayo mismo ang makadiskubre. Nasaan na ba ako sa pananampalataya ko? 
Madaling magsabing, God is my provider, pagbagong sweldo. And I always say that. Pero kung sweldo mo, at nung natanggap mo yung pay envelope, envelope lang, wala yung pay, yun ang pagsubok. Ang pagsubok doon, magre-rejoice ka pa rin. And will you still say, my God is my provider, God shall supply, or, or maghahanap na tayo ng mga nakamotor. Are you hearing me? Madaling ideklara, God is my healer, kung wala kang sakit. Pero kung feeling natin, patirik na tayo, can we still declare? That is how we would know if our faith is on that level. Are you hearing me? Hindi nyo pa rin makita? Okay. Inanong sa inyo rito, naging estudyante before. Nasa kamay. Gusto ko lang makita. Gusto ko makasiguro lang kung marami o kukonti. Okay. Karamihan. Nung nag-aaral tayo, bakit ba tayo may exam? Nagkaroon ba kayo exam? O nagbibigay lang tayo ng mansana sa teacher natin? Bakit tayo nag-exam? Dahil gusto nating malaman at ng teacher kung ano, kung may natutunan tayo. Ngayon, pag bumagsak ka, ano nangyayari? Tulit. Kung di mo umulit, ano nangyayari? Remedial. Wala? May remedial pa ba ngayon? Meron ba? Okay. Or, yung iba, nagsasummer. So, imbes na nagbabakasyon at nagsiswimming na, sila nagsasummer, nag-aaral. Bakit? Bumagsak eh. Hindi nyo ba napunahan pagsubok pa ulit-ulit lang? Bakit? Bumagsak eh. Remedial. Kaya yung iba, they now try to deny the testings and trials. Now, when we deny testings and trials, we don't grow. That's the point of the testings and trials. Para din yung pag, you know, pag, pag-gym. Si Pastor Francis, nag-gym. Yeah. Ako din, nag-gym ako. Eh. Tinigil ko lang. Napagod ako. Eh. Pero, di ba, pag nagbubuhat ka ng mabigat, ito yung principle niya. Pagka nagbubuhat ka ng mabigat, nag exert ka ng effort, yung mga muscle group mo, nag-work dun lumalaki. Kaya nung, nung nagbe-bench press, lumaking dibdib ko eh. Pero again, habang lumilipas ang araw, syempre, bumibigat ang, ang gravity, lumalakas. Hinahatak niya yung muscle ko. Kaya ngayon, nandito. Okay? Pero nung nandito yan, ha? Nandito yan. Eh kaso, tinigil ko eh. Oo. Oh. Tinigil ko. Kaya Christian. Saan si Christian? You know? Mag-gym na tayo ulit. Dahil doon sa gym na pinupunta ni Pastor Price, maganda ro, may masarap na kainan sa baba. <laughs> na, nakikita niyo ba? Na, naunawaan niyo po ba? Now, when we go through tests and trials, itong, itong ating, yung, yung testings, ito ang nagdi-develop. Saan? Doon sa perseverance. Pagtiyatsyaga. Now, kasi pagkapagtiyatsyaga, negative ang ano natin eh, connotation eh. Diba? Oh, kamusta ka? Eto, nagtiyatsyaga sa sitwasyon. Negative eh. Pero ang tunay na pagtiyatsyaga is that nandun ang kalakasan mo sa kalagitnaan ng pagsubok. Habang inaantay mo ang kilos ng Diyos. Now, I'm not talking about being passive. No. Na, oh, ngayon, eto, nagaantay. No. When we go through testing, endurance has a chance to grow. It develops perseverance. 
literally a patient enduring. Hindi ka lang nagtsatsaga, kundi matyaga kang nagtsatsaga. <laughs> Kanda yun. Matyaga kang nagtsatsaga. In short, ang mga pagsubok, they work for us, not against us. It only works against us pag mali ang ating response. When we start to play the blame game, eh, ito kasi, eh, ito kasi, silang ikaw, Lord, eh, kasi Christian ako. Yeah. When we do that, then, yun ang nangyayari. It doesn't develop the perseverance. Kaya marami mga tao, you know, ang prayer niya, Lord, give me patience. Give it now! Now, when you're praying for patience, expect that God will stretch it. When you pray for love, expect that God will send the unlovable. Why? Because that's the only way you can know if you're growing or not. Are you still here? So in short, yung steadfastness is actually the, um, the ability to endure all kinds of difficulty. Yun yung steadfastness. As we wait on the hope, maturity and spiritual fulfillment. Maturity is not measured chronologically. Maturity is developed through experience. Meron tayo kasabihan na tumatanda na walang pinagkatandaan. Isang bagay ang tumanda, isang bagay ang may pinagkatandaan. And alam ko na intindihan nyo to. With this, parang, hey, Pastor, it's easier said than done. Well, I would say, yes, it's easier said than done. Pero, saan tayo pwedeng kumuha ng tulong? Saan tayo pwedeng kumuha ng, ng, ng help para mapagtagumpay natin testings and trials? When we go through the God-ordained difficulties. Now, again, let me just balance it. May mga pagkakataon na susubok tayo as a human being. Kakasakit tayo. You know, yan, wawalan tayo. Pero meron din mga bagay na, na kaya tayo nasusubok yung, yung ating spiritual man. The, the, the spiritual side, which is again the development of our faith. Now, may mga suffering na nangyayari sa atin simply because of our wrong choices. That's another thing. Now, what I'm saying is this, may dumating na pagsubok na intindihan mo, ops, nasusubok ang pananampalataya ko, and we respond right, eto yung pinag-uusapan natin. So, nadidevelop tayo, we become mature. Amen. At yun ang gusto ng Panginoon, that we would mature. Let me give you another example. Yun ang marami mga Kristiyano, matagal na, matagal ng Kristiyano, pero hanggang ngayon, hindi makapag-pray mag-isa. May mga Kristiyano ako kilala, hindi dito, hindi dito ha. May mga Kristiyano ako kilala, konting bagay lang, nahihirita agad. Oo. Pero Christian sila. Meron nga ako kilalang Kristiyano eh. Ha? Ha? Kilala niyo ba? Mahilig mangutang, hindi nagbabayad. Hindi takarito, pakaiba yun. Pero Kristiyano yun ha. Tapos ito gagamitin, oh sabi, tulungan niyo mahirap, ang nangangailangan. O, tinulungan nga. Ang problema, ginawa ng iba, ang responsibilidad sa kanya, siya hindi niya ginawa yung responsibilidad niya doon sa iba. And that is a sign of maturity. Or hindi nagbamature ang isang tao. Masakit pakinggan, masakit aminin, pero totoo. Sabi nga nila, aminin. Hmm. So that is how God would sustain us. Where does one turn for help? Sabi niya, if you lack wisdom. Now, what we need is not knowledge. It's more than knowledge. Maraming tao alam kung anong gagawin. Ang problema, hindi alam paano i-apply. When we go through testings and trials, sabi ni Sanyag, count it all joy. Kasi i-develop neto ang perseverance mo until you become mature. You become spiritually fulfilled. But it's, it's easier said than done. What should we do? James said, if you lack wisdom. 
Go to God. Ask Him. Who gives liberally. He gives generously. And without reproach. Now when we go through testings and trials, one of the prayers we ought to pray, God, give me wisdom on this. Paano ko to mapagtatagumpayan? Lord, give me wisdom. What should I do? The Bible says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Let the Lord order every step we make. Let's go back to the Word. Find out in the Word of God, God, ano bang gusto mo? Now, give me wisdom. Wisdom is the right application of knowledge. Kahit may alam tayo kung hindi natin apply, we only have knowledge, we don't have wisdom. And we also have, we need to have understanding because we cannot apply what we know if we don't understand it. Kaya nga, inuunti-unti natin ito. Kaya binabagalan ko para somehow, I'm hoping, maintindihan natin. At nang sa ganun, maisa pamuhay natin. All we need to do is ask God. Go back to verse 1. If you know that God owns you, and you know that you're a servant of God, you can always come to your owner and say, God, give me wisdom on this. Give me wisdom. And alam mong hindi ka papahindihan ng nagmamayari sa'yo. Why? Because he's also, he, he cares and, and, and he, he, he's, he cares for you. He's concerned with your life. He also wanted us to grow and mature and become spiritually fulfilled. That's why we need to go back to Him. Amen. But it says, may requirement, but you do it in faith. Every time we pray, we ask God for, do it in faith. Hindi tayo nagbabakasakali. Ay, baka wala nagpe-pray ngayon, makachempo ako. No, no. Kahit marami nagpe-pray, pinakikinggan ka ng Diyos. Dahil nagbamay-ari siya sa'yo. Sabi, you ask in faith, not wavering. Why? Because a double-minded person receives nothing from God. It's one thing to pray and it's another thing to ask in faith. We can never overcome testings and trials unless we pray. Many times. James even said, you do not have because you do not ask. James is consistent on this. We do it in faith, not wavering. Why? I love that one. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. A double-minded person receives nothing from God. Now, a double-minded person, hindi yung pabago-bagong isip. A double-minded person is yung taong may dalawang magkaibang bagay sa kanyang isipan. Ano ibig sabihin? Magpe-pray, Lord, give me wisdom on this. But on the other side of his brain, he would say, malabo na to. Wala akong alam din. You know. Two opposite things. We declare faith in prayer, but even at the other side of our brain would say, impossible to. Malabo to. And so when we pray, nagbabakasakali tayo. Now, I always say this, hindi tayo nagpe-pray dahil nagbabakasakali tayo. Nagpe-pray tayo dahil alam nating papakinggan tayo at sasagutin ng ating Diyos. Amen. And this applies to everyone, not just to the pastors, not just to the leaders, but to every believer of Christ. And that's where we also need to grow. That's why with all these things, natin in verse 12, and I'll end with this, it says, Blessed is the man who remains what? Steadfast. When is steadfast produced? When our faith is tested and we remain steady. We become steadfast under trial. 
Doon lang malalaman mo if you're steadfast when you're under trial. For when he has to the test, he will receive what? The crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. He started and ended with joy. Again, outlook determines outcome. This is a great encouragement. Why? Because it has a promise. A promise to those who patiently endured trials. Our love for God enables us to undergo trials and testings confidently knowing that God will be there to take us out of the testing. And with that, I would say the trials and tests are God's way to bring out the best in us. Amen. I encourage you. Every time testings and trials come your way, welcome it. That means God has a plan of doing something good in your life. Amen? So my question is, what tests and trials are you going through right now? Now God is saying, I'm preparing something good for you. May nakahanda akong medalya sa graduation mo. Kahit wala kang diploma, may medalya ka. Actually, hindi medalya. Corona. Now, thank God, hindi corona ng patayan. But still, the promise of God. The good thing He started in our life, He'll put it into completion until His day. Amen? Let's just all stand up right now and let's pray. Father, we just want to thank You for giving us insight, for allowing us to correct our perspective, our mindset, every time we go through testings and trials. Lord, I pray that you would help us, remind us of these things. The testings and trials, trials are inevitable. It will always come. It will surely come. Not if, but when testings and trials come. May we have the right perspective of counting it all joy when we go through that because we know that these testings will produce steadfastness perseverance patience and when when perseverance steadfastness and patience have its final work then we will become a tour in that area where you are dealing with us and spiritually fulfilled but Lord right now I ask for your wisdom for those people who are going through some testings and trials in their lives right now, I ask for your wisdom. Now, if you're going through, would you just lift up your hands to God right now? Lord, I lift up to you these people with their hands lifted up. They have acknowledged, Lord, that they are going through testings and trials. Now, I pray on their behalf, and I want you to agree with me. I ask for your wisdom. Lord, give them wisdom, not just knowledge, wisdom, insight, understanding what to do in the midst of these trials lord i pray that you will order every step they make in the name of jesus now i'm not saying god that make their lives comfortable no god but i pray strengthen them with your grace so that they may be sustained in the midst of testings and trials 
I may not know them, I may not understand them, but God, you know it well. And I ask you, Lord God, grant them favor and grace so that when they overcome these tests and trials, you will grant them to be rewarded with the crown of life. And Lord, now I call them blessed because they will endure. I declare my faith before them. They will endure all testings and trials and come out victoriously and they will start to mature. They will start to be fulfilled spiritually. And only you can do that in and through us. In Jesus' name, amen.